When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Very excited to have one of those voices with us now on his own show. It's Sirius XM Channel 80 and on your smart speaker as well. Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut. Nick Friedel at the Seaport in New York. Uh, 888-729-3776 is the phone number. And it is Chris Carlin of Canty and Carlin joining us uh, via that same phone number or perhaps the bat phone. I don't know. But listen, I we could talk OBJ. We could talk Jets and we will. I have to talk to you about the top five places that you wouldn't go after breaking out of prison, Carlin. Yes. Because... I have a, I have a real bone to pick with one of them. Do you want to just run through your top five and I'll and I'll whack a mole it? I'll uh, stop it. Yeah, we could do that. All right. Uh, so it, it all stems out of the guys who uh, apparently broke out of prison, went through everything they could uh, to get out in a Shawshank type manner, if you will. And uh, what happens? Uh, he they get caught the next day at an IHOP. And listen. Okay. I, I'm not besmirching IHOP. I mean, listen. IHOP is as good as it gets, but I'm not going to a sit-down restaurant and giving people every chance to recognize me right away. Uh, top five places I'm not going. Okay, number five, I'm not going to White Castle. Oh, I love it, but let's face it, I got to be nimble. I got to be able to move. <laughs> okay. And uh, are you, you going know, to a time machine? No, I'm just saying, like, if it's, it, 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 I have to be able. If I'm on the run after I broke out of prison, yes, I'm not you're going to have to stop. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. Uh, number four, chain pizza, just out of principle. Number three, <laughs> uh, gas station food. It seems to me like half these guys get nailed at gas stations. Did you watch these movies? And, you know, somebody broke out. Oh, did you see? Where's the first place they go? A gas station. Oh, yeah, he was here. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yep. You're going to get, and plus, I'm not, what am I going to get? Some corn nuts? I mean, come on. <laughs> honestly. Okay. Uh, number two, Burger King, because they know what they did. Oh. We had a little problem back in the day. This is personal. And, oh, oh, it's personal. Okay. okay. Yeah, I was uh, asked to never return to the Madison, New Jersey Burger King ever again. Okay. And that was uh, 25 years ago at this point. Yeah, I'm Team Carlin on that one. Okay, go and ahead. And then, uh, and listen, and I'm not a, I'm not above a Burger King. I like Burger King. Anyway, mm-hmm. and lastly, the Cheesecake Factory because it's a little too fancy. How dare you, sir? I, I love the Cheesecake Factory, but I am walking into that place. I'm sticking out like a sore thumb, and it's not because I look like a thumb. It, it, it's just true. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be at like Waffle a Waffle House or something where, let's just say I might blend in a little bit more. So I, okay, I love a Waffle House. Yes. I love I love a, a, a BK Lounge. But if they've if they've hurt you, they've hurt all of us. But I really thought this was a slight at Cheesecake Factory at the menu. Oh no, or, no 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 no. Yeah okay. Can we acknowledge the fact that the food is tremendous and there are tremendous portions and options? Absolutely. Problem is, by the time I got through the menu, I'd be back in jail. 
I mean, they would have caught me by then. I mean, that menu, well, let's call it what it is. That it, menu is worn peace. It, it's a book. It's a book. Yeah, it sure is. Okay. All right. I'm, then I no longer have a bone to pick with half of the show. You know, good so to know. Maybe I'm allowed back. All right. Hey, listen, don't cross Kenty as we just heard. Jeff Passan has work to do. <laughs> he keeps receipts, man. That was going back to the fall. <laughs> Kenty is, he's a top five grudge holder. That's I what love he it. is. I'm yeah. here for it. I'm here for it. All right, Fernell, let's talk sports. I, I don't know. I, I'd love to hear some more of uh, when you don't get locked into the phone. That's about the, the when, <laughs> when you really need an ego check. And, and in my case, you text a, a nice young lady and you get back. Wait, who is this? I changed my phone. Changed yeah. my phone. There is nothing that can bring you down to earth. No, man. you can't come back after that. Yeah, it's that, over. That's, oh, it's that's, over. Yeah. Thank God I've been married for a while. I don't have to go through that <laughs> humiliation. <laughs> Okay, so the Jets, Mr. Carlin. All right. Oh, my God. Uh, adding OBJ to that circus. Adding OBJ to that circus when you don't even have a quarterback right now. How how seriously are we to take this? I mean, listen, I, I, I would take it seriously. I, they have gone out of their way to do everything they can other than to, you know, to set up their own darkness retreat in the back room and of, of the facility. They're doing everything they can to get them. And listen, OBJ, I don't know what he is anymore. Okay. I don't know if he's a number. I don't think he's a number one. Is he a number two? Eh, I don't know about that. Uh, he's Canty was talking about this earlier. He's probably a number three at this point. So if that's the case, um, you're probably not going to be in, in a position where it's going to hold you back all that much. I mean, I, I get it that there is mutual interest there, but if they haven't gotten it done, uh, it, I, they're not going to be paying him twenty million a year. I mean, that that's very clear. Chris, as far as uh... Players who may not still be the number one uh, person at that position. Zeke Elliott, reportedly, according to Adam Schefter, has narrowed down his choices to Bengals, Eagles, and there are the Jets one more time. Ultimately, where do you think is the best fit for him at this stage in his career? (sighs) I mean, I I don't know that there's a whole lot left. I I think this is a last opportunity. I don't think Philadelphia is a great fit because I I honestly think that um, if you're the Eagles at this point, you're pretty set at the position. Uh, I don't think he helps the Jets all that much. The Jets have been here before where they go through uh, the running backs who have been done. I mean, all the way back to Frank Gore. I don't think they need to go down that road again. If it were me, I guess for Zeke, you need to go someplace where there's a where you feel like it's a really, really good offensive line that has interest in you. If the Eagles think that Zeke has something left, that would be a place I would go if I were him. You have to go somewhere where you're going to get a lot of help here. They've talked in Philly, though, as we're talking to Chris Carlin on his own show, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, Nick Friedel, Randy Scott, uh, in for the guys, and and now we've we've reached a, a cheesecake factory truce. Um, but they've they've talked in Philadelphia, and certainly the Eagles fans are a loud bunch on social media about about Bijan Robinson with their first round draft pick, their higher of the two first round draft picks, and 
that to me feels like wasted draft capital. It feels like a uh, uh, something that, that the Chiefs do. You know, they have a luxury item. They have a draft pick they can essentially burn. I wonder if Zeke is a less expensive option, maybe not financially, but with regard to what that draft capital could be at that pick. So maybe you add him to a running back by committee room that they've ridden to success, Carlin, over the last couple of seasons. Yeah, listen, I get it. I I just don't know that, um, again, I'm very skeptical about what he has left. I think he's close to toast. Um, I personally uh, would not spend a, a ridiculously high draft pick on any running back anymore. I mean, that would be a philosophy of mine if I were now a GM. And Bijan Robinson is a tremendous player. I know people uh, on that staff who, who ju- down at Texas who just feel like he's as good as uh, as good as can be and it, just an electrifying player. That's awesome. The team that just won the Super Bowl found their running back in the seventh round this past year. In the seventh round. Yeah. You know, and for from that... I need to be able to uh, understand that it's just not a position I can prioritize, especially when there are a lot of them around. Like, it's too bad for a guy like Austin Eckler right now who wants to get traded, who wants to get more money, but the supply is so much higher than the demand, it's going to be very difficult for him to do that. Chris, speaking of draft picks, you and Canty hosting the NFL Draft April 27th to 29th on ESPN Radio. Bryce Young didn't weigh in at his pro day. Would that give you pause at all if you're one of these teams that is thinking about picking him but wondering if his frame is heavy enough to withstand an NFL season over and over? Uh, Not getting on the scale is right out of the Carlin playbook. I mean, (laughs) except for a different reason. Um, (laughs) I, I, uh, I would be very concerned about that. Absolutely. That's the biggest concern of all. He's gotten hurt before, and now you're putting him into the National Football League where you're, you're going to get beat up. And the Panthers have a couple of pieces on the offensive line, but as, as we know, rookie quarterbacks are going to take a pounding early. It's, it's just fact. So, yeah, that would absolutely bother me. And it, the, the 5'10 and an eighth thing, eh, okay, Um I think the guy is is good enough to be able to play at a high level. If you had to have me pick, let's say, two of the four that we project to go in the top ten, I would go Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Not necessarily in that order, mm-hmm. but um, it's all it's just all about taking a pounding and being able to get back up. And if you're under 200 pounds, that's going to be hard to do. You know, I, I feel like we've been burned just as fan bases, as fans, period, of, uh, you know, burned by this idea. No, he gets rid of the ball quickly or he knows how to slide or he played baseball. Remember we heard that about Kyler about yeah. Kyler Murray. He's a baseball player. He knows how to slide. Kyler Murray at 5'10", 207, heavier than Bryce Young. And that's a playing weight, not a load yourself up at St. Elmo's and go get on a scale at Indianapolis at the combine weight. He has missed nine games the last two seasons. Russell Wilson's thicker and taller. He's missed five games the last two seasons. Tua, taller and thicker than both of them. Eight games missed the last two seasons. They're, they're, no matter what the rules are to protect quarterbacks, Carlin, I can't get away from the fact that if you're on the smaller side of that position, you're going to miss time. Yeah, I agree. And that's a problem. And when you, uh, I mean, Mel has called it manufactured, right? 
is called the weight manufactured uh, to, to go to the combine at that. So I, I just, at, at this point, um, that's going to bother me too much. No matter how well you slide, no matter how well you can get away, all that kind of stuff, doesn't mean you're not taking hits. You're going to take hits. That's going to happen. And I think at this point, you have to uh, really consider that as a red flag when he comes around. He may just look at it like I'm not getting on a scale because – I've already done that and proven I can get over 200 pounds, but that's a problem, man. I mean, you asked me to go put on 10 pounds. I'm back in five minutes. (laughs) I can do some damage quick. You know, come on, kid. Let's go. Oh, Mr. Carlin. Speaking of uh, speaking of red flags, uh, as you uh, hear this news about LeBron may or may not be coming back by the end of the regular season. Do you buy that the Lakers can really do anything, even if he does come back? I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm. Canty, I think, is still suffering from being a fan with this because he absolutely thinks they're capable of going on a run. I actually have been looking at it, and I know they won last night. Are are we one hundred percent sure they're making the plan? <laughs> like, no. I, yeah, I. Uh, uh, that's that's the first thing. Um, I, I have so much trouble, Nick, and you can speak to this better than I can. Who's good in the West? Who's really, really good? I mean, am I, am I supposed to buy into the, into the Nuggets, or am I supposed to go based on what playoff history says to me, that, that they will fold up? I would not buy the Nuggets at all because of what we've seen all those times in the past. Yeah. I, I, listen, I'm not buying into the Lakers – definitively getting into the play-in tournament because I've been talking about this for four months and treating it as it's a foregone conclusion, yet up to yesterday, they're in the 11th spot. So last time I checked, time's running out. So let's see if they, you know, absolutely get over the hump here. I I, I would bet that they would, but I, I don't trust them for anything. One of those teams out West Carlin that was in the driver's seat for most of the season kind of came back to the pack and has since been, you know, lapped and passed by Denver is uh, is Memphis and getting John Morant back last night. And okay, you know, he's coming off the bench first time in his career, has a 17 points, 24 minutes. But dad and uncle are once again on the sideline and once again making a statement wearing those hoodies that said redemption on them and a picture of of jaw. And you can Kind of choose your own adventure with regard to what redemption means to you, I suppose. But largely, it's absolved from sin. And I'm just wondering what message you took from the message they were trying to send last night. Is once again, it's not coming from Jaw, but it's coming from Dad and Uncle. Well, if there's one thing that we count on in emotional hearing, it's merch. Uh, healing, it's merch, clearly. <laughs> right? A little retail I mean, therapy? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 that's not helpful. That's not helpful. It's it doesn't hurt, but it's mm-hmm. like okay, we get it. We know we already knew that his father and his uncle were going to be in his corner, without putting that out there on the on the sweatshirt. But I'm either I'm neither here nor there on it. I when we talk about the West, I see that you know the, they're the second seed, yet they're the fifth favorite to come out of the West at seven to one. And like if it were me, fifth or sixth, if it were me, I would just based on how the West is, I would probably 
take that if I were Memphis right now or if I were, you know, wagering on it. I probably would because um, I look at everybody else. Uh, there is at least a little bit of an edge there, and I'm not referencing anything off the court. There's a little edge to that team. They're an angry group for whatever reason. I don't necessarily hate that in the postseason. I don't hate that either. I think you sometimes you're young enough, or too young rather, Fredell, to to know any better, right? You're taking on a Warriors team that keeps pointing to their own rings and their own ring total, but they can't beat this Memphis team, and some of that was without jaw. Carlin, we appreciate it, man. I'm glad we got to be on the same page about the Cheesecake Factory. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we reached a truce and, uh, and an alliance on the, on the Burger King battle. Uh, well, listen, sometimes you're young and you get yourself banned from a Burger King. For me, it was Jerry's Subs and Pizza in D.C., so <laughs> I've, I've been there. How the are you guys there. doing to get banned? <laughs> hey, here's ban- all I'll say, okay? Yeah, go ahead. If you are the Burger King, as you put it, <laughs> and, and you run a promotion in the summer uh, that has two burgers, two fries for two bucks, do me a favor. Don't run out of burgers. That's when problems occur. <laughs> it was I'll a, leave su- it at that. a supply issue. Okay. Exactly. For me, they had a very draconian free refill policy on the soda fountain. Okay. <laughs> and I pointed it out. <laughs> That's all. I was asked to leave. So I hopped on my, on my Schwinn and I rode out of there. I was like 12. All right. Carlin, go have fun, man. Enjoy the weekend. All right, guys, we good. That is Chris Carlin, half of the Canteen Carlin program on ESPN Radio uh, here in the ESPN app. Canteen Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. And for a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. We talked about it with Carlin. The conversation continues. Panthers are on the clock. We're going to dive into what they're thinking about with the top pick with someone who is at Bryce Young's Pro Day today. Nick Friedel, Randy Scott, and for the guys, Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Breaking news. The Panthers have decided to move up to take the number one spot from the Bears. Everybody's trying to figure out exactly what Carolina does. Look, I think the pick will boil down to either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. 
I think C.J. Stroud is probably the favorite right now, at least around the league in terms of people I've talked to, that he would be the number one pick in this draft. And they said, we love all these quarterbacks, and we've got 48 days to make a decision on which one we will be taking. Yeah, we'll get that decision at the end of April. Plenty of time to dissect it between now and then. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Britney Spears nailed it. Why not? Sirius XM Channel 80 and on your smart speaker, he is Nick Friedle at the Seaport in New York. I'm Randy Scott at uh, Bristol, Connecticut, home headquarters here uh, for ESPN and ESPN Radio. 888-729-3776 is the phone number. Let's welcome in David Newton, ESPN Panthers reporter, joining us from, uh, are you still in Tuscaloosa, David? Somewhere between Tuscaloosa and Birmingham, heading to the airport. God's country right there. But you were there for Bryce Young Pro Day. Maybe you got to hit the Krispy Kreme uh, on the way into the facility. I know that place well. Uh, I know the restaurant five down there on the main drag. Doesn't sound like you got time for dinner. But what would you see here from a quarterback a lot of people expect to either hear his name called first or second come draft night? Yeah, actually, I had Dreamland Ribs last night there. Yes. So uh, they were pretty good as Atta well. Go. Atta boy. There we yeah. go. And, and kind of like the the ribs, they were just smooth going down. I mean, that's the, what Bryce Young, he's just so smooth and makes it look so easy out there. Um, I don't, he didn't really miss a throw. I, everybody's wondering if he's too short to, to throw in the NFL. He did have one pass batted down by the roof of the facility when he got a little too much loft on a deep pass. But other than that, he was almost flawless out there. And, and again, as one of the insiders that were going to both the workouts for Stroud and uh, Bryce Young, they thought that Young just looked more comfortable out there moving around the pocket and, and running around the field and, and making the throws from different angles and then um, just trying to show all he could do, kind of Patrick Mahomes-type moves. So, yeah, he, he looked really good out there, and, and nothing he did um, dissuaded Carolina's uh, thought process that, you know, the reason they moved all the way from number nine to number one. David Tepper, the owner, was there one more time for Bryce Young's Pro Day, just like he was there for C.J. Stroud's Pro Day. Why is it so important for him to be in these workouts? It's interesting. They, they want to get to know the player. They know what he can do on the field. I, in fact, what they did, you know, he did today and what uh, Stroud did yesterday on the field probably wasn't as important as what they learned over dinner. And not that they love seafood, although Stroud – had sea bass and uh, you know young had had scallops for what that's worth, but what they they learned about them as people and and they just want to make sure that they've got the right man all the way around because they don't want to uh, they, this guy's going to be the franchise by the face of the franchise and they just want to make sure that everything about this player is right. They did a kind of routine uh, back in 2011 when they drafted Cam Newton, although. I don't recall Jerry Richardson going on any of those visits uh, with him, but I think David Tim just wants to be involved and make sure he's, he's got a big part of this. We're talking with David Newton, our ESPN Panthers reporter, who uh, was there to see Bryce Young throw and uh, get a feel for one of the two quarterbacks, seemingly, that the Panthers uh, would take with number one. But then you've got what Thomas Davis, you know, longtime, longtime Panthers linebacker, had to say on NFL Network today where he's calling for a surprise, a big surprise pick. At first overall, what what grumblings, what sense are you getting, rumors or otherwise, David, of the idea or likelihood that this pick will be neither Stroud nor Young? Yeah, I covered Thomas Davis, and he was one of the best linebackers in the business. 
Um, i never seen a guy overcome more adversity, three ACLs, to, to get back on the football field. Played in the Super Bowl with a broken arm. But, you know, I don't – I just can't see them doing that. I mean, Anthony Richardson, while he's a unique talent and, and maybe one day will be one of the best quarterbacks in the league, he's just a raw talent right now. And for them to move all the way to number one and you just don't trade all the way to number one for a guy that many people think is a project. And – and project's not a bad thing, but again, I just don't think you you go all the way to number one. And if you do that, you're you're putting a lot on the line for a quarterback that they believe has to be ready to to play maybe right off the bat this year. And Richardson may be a year or two away. David, with that in mind, if you were putting your own money down, knowing what you know and knowing what you've seen in this pro day, if you're the Panthers, do you believe they'll go? with Stroud or Young when the time comes a month from now? You know, it depends on what time of the day you ask me that question. I might have said Stroud yesterday. Today I would say Young. Um, I do think that if you, you're bold enough to go all the way to number one, then you should be bold enough to, to go with a 5'10 quarterback in a league that short quarterbacks don't usually succeed. I, I think Young could be that, that guy that kind of breaks you know all the moles in a lot of ways, and so again, if you want to, if you want to consider the risk, it was kind of interesting when I asked Bryce Young uh, what's his argument for being the first pick of the draft. He basically said, "I don't put much in that. I'm, I'll be thankful or grateful. I think it's word he used for any team that takes a chance on me, which is interesting. He said takes a chance on him because I don't think there's any really risk for him uh, going number one." It's David Newton, our ESPN Panthers reporter uh, from somewhere between Tuscaloosa and Birmingham as he's getting ready to fly back home. Uh, I wonder, though, after the deal that netted Carolina this number one overall pick and cost them, among other things, draft capital, but also DJ Moore, uh, to whom, whether it's Stroud or Young, uh, who's, who are they going to throw to, David? Well, I, they've got Adam Thielen now. I think that was a good pickup to get a veteran in the room. Um, he's not going to, you know, do what he did five, ten years ago or nine years ago, but I think he is going to be a big influence on a, a young receiving core there and get more out of that group. Uh, I still think they're going to add another piece out there. Uh, DJ uh, Chark, I think they're still looking at him um, and have a chance at that, unless something's happened while I've been out of, out of town to change that. And uh, and I think they'll build through the draft with some young receivers as well. They're, they're building this team for the long run, not for the short haul, and um, that's another reason they they went after they're going after the first pick in that rookie quarterback more so than they were wanting to go after the veteran quarterbacks out there because they just feel like it's time to do what they did kind of back in 2011 with Cam Newton and just start fresh. David Newton, I, it's going to be an interesting season no matter who this number one overall pick is, and it, like you said, growing pains to be sure, and a at least a plan a plan in place that starts with the owner going to Pro Day and having dinner with the potential number one overall pick. Scallops or sea bass? It depends on what you want. David, we appreciate it. Thank you for the time. Safe drive. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. David Newton, ESPN Panthers reporter, uh, joining us as all guests do. 888-729-3776 is the phone number. That's 888-SAY-ESPN. I uh, I don't know. Scallops? Does that even qualify as seafood? Well, all I could think as you said that, Mr. Scott, is scare surf. I don't care. <laughs> There's Kush on the big TV again. <laughs> Jerry Maguire style, uh-huh. baby. Uh-huh. Yeah. The ambassador of Quan. That's right. Was also there at dinner. That's right. Chance. Whatever uh-huh. it takes. <laughs>
right, we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk. He mentioned Cam Newton. He was an MVP. We're going to talk about a different MVP in an entirely different discussion and one head coach who's getting sick of that talk. You're going to hear from him coming up. It is Nick Friedle and Randy Scott in for the guys. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Originally from Greece, Giannis Adetokounmpo. From Cameroon, Joel Embiid. When you look at who's dominating the league, it's really all big men. Joel Embiid with a ferocious land. Whether it's Giannis. Giannis, great train to the rim. Jokic. Joker. Man, that's large. slam it! As long as the big man wins, we're going to be fine. It's a big man's world right now in the NBA. It's cool to see the support for each other, even as their fan bases rip each other apart. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, as well as on your smart speaker. Uh, I'm Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut. He is Nick Friedle at the Seaport in New York City, getting ready to go. Are you going to the Nets game or are you going to the Knicks game? Nets. Nets. Nets, Cavs, baby. Heck yes. The Knicks, I believe, are in Orlando, Florida, my hometown tonight. Oh, I was going to say. Okay. So Nets and Cavs, they played each other, what, 11 times in the last six days? I mean, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. And it's just good. It's going to be just as fun watching tonight as that thriller on Tuesday. <sighs> it is interesting, though. I mean, you're around the Nets so much. They seem to be playing better basketball than they did when they had KD and Kyrie. Or, or at the very least, like a more team-oriented game as opposed to. You know, just give the ball to either KD or Kyrie and get out of the way. Yeah, there is a cloud that has been lifted around that organization by uh, by some of the moves that have been made. But, Randy, yeah. I think they are coming back to grips with reality because when you watch them play in the last week and a half or so, you look at, at a team that, while Mikhail Bridges is really good and may turn into an all-star, that team is a ways away from making any kind of noise as far as competing for a championship again. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. And there is, you know, you lose an MVP caliber player in Kevin Durant, and obviously, uh, you know, your fortunes are going to dip, however slightly. Uh, speaking of the, the MVP race and discussion right now in the NBA, I don't remember. Nick, you're around this. Do you, do you have an MVP vote? I used to. I don't anymore. Okay, but you're around these teams. You're around these players. Do you remember an MVP I mean, it truly is. It feels like an election year, and it has for months of this NBA season. That's been this contentious between 
and it, not the players themselves, but either their organizations or their fan bases, Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Nikola Jokic. No, and that's exactly what it feels like, Randy, and I'd take it a step further. When you come to the end of the college football season and the scene that plays out in my mind uh, is always the SVP Sports Center comes on and then the coaches have to come on and plead their case as to why their team belongs in those last couple slots as compared to some other team. Yeah. Everybody starts making their arguments, but no. As far as the NBA goes in this MVP race, I cannot remember a time when so many people seem so invested into who may or may not win this time around. And Michael Malone is your Nuggets head coach, and you know he's got the two-time, the reigning two-time MVP in Nikola Jokic, the dad bod god, big honey, Nikola <laughs> Jokic. Like he's got him on his roster, and he's done a little, you know, positive campaigning. Just talk up your guy without talking down the other two. But Malone has taken the temperature of the room, and here is how he assesses how this MVP race is going. Unfortunately, it's just taken a really ugly, nasty turn in the MVP conversation. And I think it's really turned a lot of people off, including him. Uh, and what's happening now is there's so many guys that could win the MVP this year. Great candidates. Joel Embiid is a great candidate. Luka Doncic is a great candidate. Uh, Jason Tatum, whoever you want to put in that mix, like those are all deserving. But what happens in today's society is that everybody, um, it's like when I was a college coach, all the negative recruiting, it's not promoting my guy, it's ripping down every other guy. And that's just ridiculous. This game is, as Adam Silver told us at the All-Star break, the game is in a great spot, the league's in a great spot, we have great players, celebrate them. Don't criticize, don't tear them down, build them all up. And whoever wins it, good for them. That's one thing that's been really disappointing this year with the whole MVP conversation and all the hot takes. It's really just gotten ugly and nasty, and I really don't care for it. It's such a fine, it feels like a fine line, Nick. Um, Again, that was Nuggets head coach Michael Malone. It feels like a fine line between you want people to care. You, this is a tremendous problem to have if you're the NBA, right? Your 50s are too big for your wallet and your diamond shoes are too tight. It's a champion's problem. Because your fan base is so invested. They care so much about the stars of your league. And young stars at that. You know, these are not old Lions that are on their way out in terms of retirement. I mean, you've got Jokic isn't going anywhere and and Embiid and, and obviously Giannis. But it does get through social media so so vitriolic, so acidic. I mean, it really is a corrosive conversation, and it has been for a while because it is not about being positive. It's the old comment card analogy. You know, you open up a how do we do box at an IHOP or some restaurant, it's all negative because it's a self selecting group. You don't go out of your way to say positive things. And that's not what people are doing in this MVP race as well. And I just look at it from your perspective, the ones that you were around, Nick, and just what is going to be the deciding factor of this? People's emotions on that day. I mean, Randy, Mm. I think what you just explained is dead on as far as why there has become uh, so much frustration and intrigue around this specific race. And I think Michael Malone uh, outlined why so many people around the league have such a problem with the way people are starting to support and or tear down the people they may or may not want for the MVP. The only thing I would tell you is having been around the league, especially in the last few years, Michael Malone said because of what Adam Silver said, the league's in a great place. I don't believe that. 
and my professional uh, future and present is based on the NBA doing well and maintaining this interest. I think part of the reason why the MVP race has become what it's become in the last few seasons is because people aren't focused on the games day-to-day the way they were in years past. And once that reality hits and you realize that games aren't nearly as important to the fan base that has pumped them up for so long, Hmm. then you start to question a lot of other things about where the game stands in this day and age. Okay, so it may be the, the fantasy aspect as well, right? Where you can be a fan of individual players and not teams. Yeah. So therefore, yep. you care about the individual performance. I mean, we even see that in the proliferation of sports betting. It's it's one of the no things question. I know that I enjoy. You bet on individual player performances and not necessarily. You don't have to bet on point spreads and money lines uh, and things like that about the game. Either way, as it stands now, Embiid starting to pull away from the pack. Minus 250 at Caesars as of this morning to win his first MVP. couple interesting names linked to the New York Jets. Jump in on that. It's Nick and Randy, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.